0: Listen how loud!
1: That is, it's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako Chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey everyone, welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number two hundred and nineteen. We are a podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ronma S.
2: I'm Ari Rockefeller.
1: I'm Mako Chan.
2: And
1: I'm Avalon. Oh, that was great timing. <laughs> yep. I was like, shit, I don't know if she's gonna make it in time. I don't, like...
3: <laughs> oh, you didn't see me sneak in while the music was still playing?
1: Damn ninja. Got a self game going on. <laughs> Are ye? <laughs> well, look at it this way. You're, you're more useful than Sakura. So... <laughs> mm. I mean, come on, it's Sakura. She doesn't become... you. Sakura is, the, is your white mage. That's all she is. Is the sun hiding
3: behind a cloud? Because I sent some shade being dropped.
1: Well, you got that shit right. I mean, Sakura is useless until um, Tsunade starts training her. Then she becomes a badass. so nah, like, she's
3: just useless.
1: No, trust me. When she starts being trained, that's when she becomes, she becomes a badass. It's like when you play Final Fantasy White Mage is useless shit to heal everybody until you all level up. <laughs> and then maybe even then. Oh. We are live tonight, week of June 9, 2015 on the VOG Network. Tuesdays at nine thirty p.m. Eastern or replays Thursdays at 2. Check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com. Chat clients such as Mark, XChat, Chatzilla can use irc.gamesurge.net. Chat room is VOG, V-O-G, or you can head on over to animajamsession.com slash Network. There is a link. You can click on that and open up your default chat client and bring you right to the chat room. And what's going on in the chat room now? There is a battle between Oreos and Chips Ahoy.
2: That's like I comparing
3: a...
1: apple to an orange.
2: I just want to set a trap for Ron Adell.
1: Easy, you have to find you have to get one of those um Oreos from Japan, set it outside with a giant refrigerator box and rope. That's
2: pretty much what I did.
1: It works. Mm. <laughs> Oh, man, oh, man. Uh oh, let's see. Uh, swing by the forums at vognetwork.com. Every week when the podcast goes up, we'll have a review, a uh, summary of the podcast. So, comment, we want to hear from you. Check-ins are live, so come on, check in, earn a few points here and there, and all that good stuff. Um, before we continue, I have an announcement to make. I, I find that it, it's an important announcement, but... Others, not so much, but I think it is. Um, let me see. I have to pull up a particular song here. Because if you know this song, you probably know where I'm going with this. Let us see if it will play. There has been a show on the Vogue Network that's been part of the family for God knows how long. Even before the VOG Network. This show is part of Anime Jam Session... Orange John's radio because of the genius behind it, uh, Travis Donovan. About 15 years ago, he started a podcast called Under Sedation Live, which was based around the Rocky Horror Picture Show crew that he worked with in his time in Sacramento. Where he traveled, he brought the show with him. For a while, it was known as Travis Donovan Live until he brought it back to Under Cedation Live. This show, I guess, has been around for about, know, for about 15 years. Um, I missed the announcement, but all the other shows are letting it known that Travis Oven, Jessica Harper, two people we to run Understation Live, they're bringing it to a close. That's right, the satellite of Vogue is coming back to Earth. December 5th, 2015 is the final episode of Understation Live. As of now, shows are going bi weekly. One of the reasons why I bring this up is that when I was working on getting Anime Jam Session together, figuring out the software, the hardware, what to do. One of the people I would pester on a regular basis was Travis Donovan because we, we all here call him Father because he's been doing this longer than the rest of us and he has been the go-to guy that, for help, advice, and so on and so forth. So, Hopefully everybody continues listening until his final show on December 5th. And I think we're all going to go out with a bang on that. So keep listening to USL. Hopefully he'll continue to update the, the feed and maybe he'll bring back some of the classic episodes that have not been heard in God knows how long, but <sighs> thanks for the beer, Travis. We owe you one. All right. Now that I got that out the way. Mm. Alright, let's go ahead and kick things off with... How was your week? How was your day? Sorry. <coughs>
2: well, most of it's just been work-related. I I know I haven't had it nearly as much overtime as I had in the past month or so, but I'm pretty sure that might have had to do with the beat-up beat to Memorial Day. Yeah. When there was a lot more traffic in the road. And, uh... My overalls came in the mail that I ordered... Which means I can finally get my bear hooker cosplay putting, put together. Nice. The only problem is they have to be hemmed a little.
1: Oh, you can just roll them up and just iron it over and over so there's like a permanent crease.
2: Or at the very least, just get the shears trimmed a little and rolled up like that so I don't have, you know, like an inch of rolled up denim on my foot.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And also, if I ever really wanted to, I have a I also have a red polo, so if I ever wanted to do Mario, then there you go.
1: See, but for Mario, it would have—it would be a red pullover shirt, not a polo.
2: now uh, he had a—he had, he had a short sleeve one in Sunshine.
1: Oh yeah, except for that one time, yeah.
2: And uh, did I mention I got a couple more amiibos this past week? I don't know if I—I I don't know if I mentioned that last week or not. No.
1: I think you have more amiibos than all of us on the show.
2: Probably, but Considering then again... I've, I have none, yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen the borderline pet, like, insane addiction to them that some people had, and I just figured, oh, why not? I got money to burn. So I got a Mega Man 1, which was the last one I had, the Metal Mario 1, also okay. the last one, and a Toad 1 just to use on a Mario Party 10. Because Mario Party 10 has a mode for... You can use your Amiibos and mm-hmm. use them as game pieces and different... You know, words and whatnot. But other than that, it's... Just, like I said, mostly just gearing up for Anime Next. I have off between Wednesday and this coming Monday. So I've got... i got tomorrow to get all my shit together, and Thursday I can leave pre-game at 8 on the break, which is about 15 minutes away from the con. Awesome. And then just... Take it easy this weekend. Also, the Sunday night is Money in the Bank, so there's also that to look forward to.
1: I'm just, I'm just not feeling Money in the Bank, but that's just.
2: Insane. And you're not feeling Dean Ambrose, you know, coming in with a trash bag full of popcorn.
1: That was that was amazing. That was beautiful.
2: <laughs> that was beautiful. Okay. But yeah, that's all shit's been going for me. All
1: right. Mako chan, how was your week? How was your day? Um. Alright. <laughs> oh, do tell. I could tell by that little no, laugh of yours. No,
5: it, it was. It was, uh. Boring, really. That's really all I can say. I worked, I cleaned around the house, and I read a lot.
2: Anything any good?
5: Fan fiction smut. Actually, no, the one I'm reading isn't smutty. It's just got a lot of demons and fighting in it.
3: Dana, yeah, sh- you disappoint me. <laughs> <laughs> I,
5: I, I'm sorry, I think the gore of it actually makes up for the lack of smut. It is extremely gory. Well, if you're
2: into that sort of thing...
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah, and that's basically only because the fanfic writer, she goes, uh, no, I cannot write smut, so I'm not writing it. So instead, she goes very, very, very detailed with how she dismembers people. So it, it definitely makes up for it. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, that's, that's basically it.
1: Avalon, what's been up with you? How's that liver of yours? Oh,
3: surprisingly enough, it's still intact. It didn't give up on me with the amount of drinking
1: I did this past weekend. All that cider.
3: Ah, not, well, cider and pina (laughs) colada. Cider and pina colada and beer and Kahlua and rum and
1: tequila. (laughs) I can picture you, you know, with the mug. Dress Rainbow Dash with your finger like, Let me tell you something, you know?
2: <laughs> Let me tell you why that's bullshit. I don't get that
3: sloppy.
1: <laughs> good.
3: Often. <laughs> um, <laughs>
1: oh, wow.
3: But, uh, that has been pretty good. Uh, let's see. I went to Colossal Con, which we're going to cover in a little bit, and that was an experience. Mm. Um, I had to cut two of my cosplays out, because I just ran out of time. But, uh, uh other than that, uh, something actually really big happened today.
4: Oh, yeah. really
3: big. So, I get a call at nine this morning from my boss saying, hey, you should come into work, uh, we're short on people, and
1: I need to talk to you. So I'm thinking,
3: okay, I- yeah, I'm in trouble.
1: Yeah, we, 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 we've all been there. It's like, they call you on your day off, they're like, shit's not good. It's like from, from Friday. But, you know, please continue.
3: Yeah. So I'm just hearing dramatic, chromatic scales. Like, those chromatic scales that you hear in music where it's like, oh god, it's gonna reach a crescendo and then I'm gonna get fired. Right. But I didn't think it was that bad. I just thought maybe I'm getting reprimanded or something. So my boss is going to Spain for three weeks. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me into his office and he told me that one, he's going there. And two, the only other worker that... The only worker there that likes me and likes talking to me because she doesn't think I'm weird because she's just as weird as me is quitting. Wow. And because she couldn't take it at that job anymore. She was there for three years and just couldn't do it. Well,
1: so people burn out a little quickly.
3: Yeah, so she decides... So she's bailing. Like, once July comes up, she is bailing. However... Um, because of that, I've now been moved to full-time hours starting in July and you are now speaking to the lead graphic designer at the print shop.
1: Nice, Awesome!
3: Yeah. Achievement unlocked. (laughs) I'm now an adult. Here we go. (laughs) Oh yeah.
1: Tell me I'm not the only one to play Final Fantasy Mystic Quest around here.
2: You are. You are.
1: Well, yeah, it only took five days to finish. No, really. It only, only takes you like five days to finish the game. Oh, blech. It, it came out as entry-level. It was 40 bucks. I bought the game. Me and my cousin finished it in a week. We're like, we finished the game. Or, then we're like, it took us a week to finish it. game. What the fuck? But, you know. you were.
3: Well, I mean, other than that, I'm getting ready for Anime Next. I think we're going to pop down Saturday and Sunday. Awesome. Maybe. And then after that, like, I have to start working on my costume for Anthrocon. Because that's coming up again.
1: That reminds me, I have some cosplay pictures to post on your Facebook to give you some motivations to get your cosplay done. Yeah. <laughs>
3: but other than that it's like not really been that busy uh, my grandmother's been very 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 sick mm. as of late but she, this whole week she's been doing really well so it's been kind of putting a little bit of a spring in my step because I can see that she's like got a little bit more strength left in her and she, you know what we're taking it won't. a day as it goes but
1: she's not giving up without a fight she's a Hispanic. she can't afford to <laughs> she, she must know my grandmother Possibly, <laughs> and y'all thought stink mean or something.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Mm. All right, my weekend day has been the usual up until about uh, I'd say last Wednesday, last Thursday when I got my new phone. So I no longer have the Galaxy S5. I have an LG G4 only because number one, memory card, I can actually put my memory card in. Number two, expandable battery. I mean, removable battery. But what's awesome is that because I'm with T-Mobile, I'm getting another memory card, 128 gig card, which is coming like in a couple of weeks. And from LG, I'm getting a 32 gig card, a second battery, and a charger. So I think that's pretty cool. Nice. you know, I'm thinking all is good, so I'm running around trying to get some paperwork done, you know, for, like, extended training and so forth. And then, yesterday morning, I get a phone call. Oh, wait, wait, actually, before I get into that, also last week, I interviewed with Microsoft. Last Tuesday, I went in for the general big group interview, and then I get an email Wednesday saying, come in for the second interview. So I'm like great, I go in, I blow it out the water, and they say, you'll find out in about two weeks, because they're opening a flagship store on Fifth Avenue, three floors, all that good stuff, so I'm like, well, I know I have this other job, and I said, if Microsoft's offer comes within a certain range, I may just take it, but Monday, this past Monday rolls around, and then I get a phone call, it's from the agency with the other job, so evidently, my start date with the, with the MTA is on Monday. Kind of happy because I got tired of just sitting here, just doing not doing much of anything. You know?
3: Yeah, I hear you. you can get restless
1: after a while. I know. And I think my schedule, my work hours, would change because originally it was supposed to be working six, six to two or seven to three. So I'm like, I can make this work. I've been on an email that says I have to report in at 10 o'clock on Monday morning. So I'm like, okay. If I'm doing a 10 to 6 or a 9 to 6, that's even better. So. so I think that. I think my things are starting to turn around pretty good for me and for for the rest of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mostly. Yeah, but don't worry. We got we got Anime Next coming up. We got Booze. Oh, it's going to be a grand old time. That doesn't help me. Well, I know it doesn't help because we don't have the portal gun yet. We need one. Yes. Yes, we do. <sighs> okay. Um, shall we go ahead and take our first break? Yes. yes. All right. We'll be back. get that out of the way, let's go ahead and talk about Colossal Con. This was on my, this kind of bitch was on my to-do list, so I got shit-canned at work, so, you know. But shit happens. But, um, luckily, one of our staff, one of our awesome staff is Avalon. She went, she saw, she conquered, she drank. I drank. Yes! She drank. And she comes back victorious. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. So, how did you get there? We drove. Mm. It sucked. Well, you are go- you are driving through Pennsylvania and Ohio after all, so if you think about it like that. Yeah. Yeah, it's also just
5: a very long drive.
2: And the Pennsylvania Turnpike is a pain in the ass.
1: <sighs> yeah. what day did you what day did you head out there for Colossal
3: um we headed out uh let's see I drove down after work on Tuesday to Delaware Mm -hmm. uh for me and Danny and two of our other friends to go up so uh, I drove down and then the next morning at 8 in the morning uh that's when we started like heading up and we got there around 5 we did like 2 or 3 pit stops yeah I, I
1: understand that yeah
3: Yeah, and then we got there, and it, like, we figured, okay, nothing's going on, so... Everybody unpack and then put your bathing suits on let's go to the fucking water park.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I like the way you think.
3: (gasps) Yeah, and the thing is, I didn't need to work out for that fucking con. I worked out at that con, because the amount of uh, uh, stairs that you needed to climb to get to the top of a water slide line was stupid. It
1: was so much!
2: I've been to water parks before. I've, I've seen some of the staircases that they've walked up.
1: I'm sorry. I'm totally I'm thinking of Action Park. A bunch of cosplayers going to Action Park. And we. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm a bunch go- of cosplayers going to
5: Action Park and dying. Yeah, that's what we need. <laughs> oh!
3: <laughs> I remember Action Park. I like Action Park.
2: Mm. <laughs> Action Park looks like fun.
3: It is so much fun.
2: I heard they're reopening it. They
3: did. They are. Mm-hmm. Woohoo!
2: I'm a jam session road trip. Mm.
3: So the first day was going to the water park, and uh, let's see which rides did I like the best. There was one called the uh, I I forget what they were all called, but um, there was one where it was four people in a giant tube, and it took you into this pitch black uh, tunnel and dropped you, and then you were in this like this giant ring, and then as you went around it, like, drew you closer to the middle where there was, like, another little dip and then you, like, dropped into a pool. That one was so much fun. And, but the thing is, one of our, uh, like, me and Danny are kind of light, but our third, uh, our plus one Ooh. in our two because we only had three people was, like, kind of just flopping on the outside and he was the one that ended up pulling us down. Ooh. Except... The way the thing twisted, I was the one who dropped down first, so like
2: the raft was unbalanced.
3: A little bit, yeah. So I was screaming most of the way. <laughs> it was fun though. I had a blast. And then there was, uh, let's see, Lazy River, of course, everyone likes that. And then after we, uh, we did a whole bunch of the uh, water slides, which there's something for everybody. If you want something that you could do with friends. There's, uh, rides for that. If you want to do something where you can race, there's one called, I think it's the Cheetah Race, and mm-hmm. you lie down on these mats with handles on them, and then you race down. Like, all of them are the same That's size. That's like
2: that. They're, like, like, eight or so lanes or something?
3: Yep. Except this one was, like, four or five, and then, you know, whoever I got... See
2: him, i see seen him at County Fairs, too. They was, like, looked like burlap blankets to uh, slide on.
3: Paper
1: yeah
3: familiar? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh.
1: yeah I, I know um uh, what what hold on one moment guys no problem
2: cat's knocking shit over
1: sorry about that no problem i was about to pull up the girl from Ipanema. oh um. <laughs> But let's
3: see. After that, uh, God, trying to remember all of it. Um, but yeah, there was this racing one. There was two different rides where you can ride with three other people. There was lazy river. There were smaller rides for the little kids. There was, uh, this one where you like, it's a very, very, very thin tube, but it, it whips you around like really, really fast. And then it, uh, it just slides you all the way out into this pool. And when you drop down, you drop into another one of those like donut shaped things. So your body just goes around it, like almost like a toilet. And then when you drop into the main pool, it's six feet deep. So you're kind of like all discombobulated when you surface. So you end up hearing like a whistle and you just swim toward the whistle. If you can't really see. And I thought that I had knocked one of my contact lenses out. And anyone who knows me knows that I wear costume lenses. All the time and I was wearing my pink ones and I was like please god no I need these for my entire weekend if I lose one I'm fucked Oops.
2: apparently according to a uh, ronald out in the chat he almost drowned there
1: I think I saw a picture of that
3: oh well
2: shit <laughs> um
3: but anyway after that uh-huh. uh, moving swiftly <laughs> Um, I met up with a couple more friends and we just hung out in the hot tub for, like, two hours.
1: Hot tub pie.
3: Yep. And I got a hot tub.
1: So did James Brown appear? No. Damn. I know. I didn't... No one,
2: no one didn't even queue uh, up any
1: of James Brown's songs? Next year. Next year, I'll have to come to the hot tub as James Brown.
2: Yeah. i would be the one who puts the tape on here. to you collapse? <laughs>
3: Yeah, so uh, <laughs> oh God. Jesus Christ. Um, so after that, uh, the weekend, I'm not gonna go through all the nitty gritty details, so I'm just gonna tell you guys like just the general gist if you have not been. Um, the Kalahari itself, huge area, absolutely gorgeous, tons of stuff to do. If you have like, the water park, you have the choice of either going to the inside one, which includes two uh large hot tubs that start on the inside and go outside depending on what you want and they're huge um kitty areas uh water slides uh regular water slides that you can race or you could just go down by yourself and a beach area with a wave pool um or you can go outside which they have uh swim up hot tubs they've uh swim up hot tub bars i apologize uh, they have pools to swim in, they've got more kitty areas. And a lot of people who like went to take pictures of their bathing suits were they were in, you know, like the kitty areas because it's very colorful. You didn't have to get completely wet. And, of course, there's, like, a, one wall that was incredibly popular that had this waterfall coming out of it. And the rock formations in this waterfall look like animals' heads. So that was, like, if you wanted to take pictures, it was, like, that is the gazebo of Colossal Con, is that one waterfall mm-hmm. with, like, the animals on the wall. Apart from that, on the outside, there's also several playgrounds for kids on dry land. There's a zip line.
1: Did you do that? There. Huh? Did you do that?
3: No, like, oh. I regret it. Oh, well.
2: Is one of those zip lines where you can, like, like, like of it and you splash down with a giant pool underneath?
3: Nah, it's just, it's it's dry. You wear, you're completely clothed when you go through it. And uh, it just takes you from one end of the park all the way to the other. So you get to see everything underneath you and it's really cool. Although when I did, when we did see it, I think it was Thursday. I was shooting with one of my friends, Marvin, uh, Cyberhead Designs. He's mm-hmm. a really good photographer, so guys check him out. But I was shooting with him, and then all of a sudden I hear people laughing. And I look up, and the girl on the zip line is stuck.
2: Whoops. Uh-oh.
3: And I'm dying of laughter. I'm such an asshole, but I could not stop laughing. And it went from me laughing genuinely to me just pulling, like, me being that kid from The Simpsons going, heh, hey, hey,
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nelson Munt.
3: Yeah, I became Nelson. Um, asshole. Yeah, I'm an asshole. But they were able to like throw her a line, which she clipped on herself, and they were able to pull her over to one side. So yeah, that's a thing. Apart from that, they also had a rope obstacle course, which was several stories high that you took that you took up and then went down back again. While while wearing a rope harness, so that you could like if you fell, you they would catch you. No big deal. They also had. Baby tigers which everybody knows class con for is the baby tigers and they have the zoo now the zoo is five dollars entry which is not bad at all and then it's like extra money if you want like uh sticks covered in birds seed to feed the birds because they have a little bird house and then they have carrots and biscuits and feed corn and uh and little niblet uh to a uh, little niblet food for let's see, baby goats, they had kangaroos, which I fed, kangaroo was a little fucker, he bit me. (laughs) Like, I understand that, like, his lower teeth jutted out a lot, but... I
1: fucking hate you. You you, you brought it on your own self, I mean, I'm sorry, but... Oh
3: my god, I know, I know yeah forget Norway <laughs> that's okay. the best part of the song <laughs> forget Norway um thank you Weeble um so uh there were baby goats but and there were kangaroos there was a giraffe there were two giraffes one of them was named Layla. I forgot the name of the other one mm-hmm. uh there was the birdhouse there were lemurs you could feed biscuits too you dropped the biscuit down a tube and the lemur would be at the end to catch it and it was so cute oh. Um there was a serval, which it looks like this it looks like a cat with like leopard spots all over it, and it kept making eh, sounds and I talked to it for like five minutes until my boyfriend came over and was like, What are you doing? I'm like, Okay, I'm sorry. Cats aren't gonna this cat won't understand me. I was just I thought it was bonding with it. But the best moment of my entire con was getting to feed. They have a giant uh, pen. Filled with bunny rabbits. And I got to feed the bunny rabbits. Because I would lower my hand into the uh, into the cage with all these niblets in my hand. And sooner or later, I was being hopped all over and, like, nuzzled into by ten rabbits. And I cried.
1: Oh, I wish someone had taken a picture of that.
3: Oh, there's pictures of me, like, on the brink of tears, cuddling, like, not cuddling the rabbits, but, like, I just looked. Like my life could end in that moment and I would be completely fine with it.
1: See, that would have been awesome if you were actually if you were cosplaying Fluttershy.
3: There was a Fluttershy cosplayer in there actually. Awesome. Yeah, I just I was looking at her and I'm just like, oh God bless you. There was and there was this uh this bunny that had the st- the nubbiest little ears imaginable, with black rings around its eyes, but it was otherwise a pure white bunny. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And, we na- and I decided to name her Maybelline. Because we called her the uh, Mascara Buddy. <laughs> yeah, because we're pathetic like that. Um, But, let's see. After the zoo, uh, let's see. If you wanted to say you wanted to stay inside. Like, you didn't want any part of the water park experience, which I don't know why you wouldn't, but... They inside. They have a humongous arcade, which has bowling a uh, bowling alley. Nice. It also has laser tag. It has virtual reality first. Uh, virtual reality shooter games. Mini golf. A variety of cafes. Uh, places where you can get like airbrush tattoos and crap like that. And then that's connected to the con center, which is like on that same level and one level up. So, everything is, like, located spread along the Kalahari. And there's plenty to do no matter what you want to do. And the arcades open until midnight. The inner, uh, the inside water park was open until 10. Um, the outdoor water park was only open until 7, which sucked because Golden Hour was around, like, 7.30, uh, or 8. So, no one really got the opportunity to shoot there. There's also a ton of, like, fields out in the back of the Kalahari. So if, like, you had any, like, nature-based or, like, I don't know, Game of Thrones or Fire Emblem type of cosplays, that was, like, the perfect place to shoot them. That sounds cool. Yeah. Um, but apart from that, uh, I have to say that Colossal Con has become my new favorite convention, and I will be going next year 100%. Here sure, are the only downsides. Um... Staff wasn't entirely organized, uh, and there were some complaints about people getting like harassed. Yes,
1: but... um, I've heard over the weekend from some people issues about staff, and the con chair did make a mention that uh, police did arrive because somebody was being harassed. So that's all. The it got
3: that bad.
1: Yeah, that's the only detail. I know. It's at the request of the victim. That's all. I oh, know. Okay. Um. Let's see. Well, other than that, we
3: had an ant problem in our room. Feel free to make any Archer joke that you want, because I made them all fucking weekend. (laughs)
1: Because
3: we got ants, like, everywhere. Like, I fell asleep with a monster open. Holy crap!
1: And let me guess, you woke up and you saw, like, this uber beastly ant just bench-pressing the the monster can, right?
3: No, (laughs) their ants had made it onto the bed. It was bad, and the thing was... They, they said that the only thing they could do was, like, take out our trash, and they didn't, like, discount or any or anything, even though my – even though Danny, like, my boyfriend complained about it. Um, I don't really know if, like, they could have done more or if I should have, uh, you know, act, like, encouraged him to complain more, but um, – I don't, like, I don't know, that was, it was a minor detail, except for the fact that one of our roommates was uh, terrified of any type of insect, so when she saw one, and she started crying, and I was like, oh, fuck no, I'm not doing this for the entire weekend.
1: See, normally, because of that, they would have put you in a different room, but most likely Kalahari was, like, booked solid, like, whoa. I mean, if anything, you can, like, contact, like, corporate and just complain, or maybe, you know, you could try that.
2: Not sure how much that'll help you, though.
1: Tell them you put it on the American Express card. Oh, they'll bend over and kiss your ass. Uh-huh.
2: Yeah, true. Um,
3: But let me see. I didn't have any problems... I didn't have any problems with Creepers at this time, believe it or not. Which I consider myself lucky for. I did have this one guy that was, like, being a Hover fan, which... I have preached on and on again, if you don't know this person, stop standing right fucking next to them and, like, move
1: on, because it's creepy. Right. Um, So overall, what is your, your take of the con?
3: I think that if anybody wants to experience anything that's different from the regular cookie cutter anime convention, if you're able to drive there or fly there, I highly recommend at least going one year. It's something that you guys absolutely have to experience like firsthand to know how amazing it is. I heard about it two years ago Mm -hmm. and I was crossing my fingers that one year I'd be able to go and this year I was able to and I I had the time of my life like... Like there was practically nothing wrong except for the few minor setbacks. Like, I had almost a full love live group, which was yes. awesome. I like, I just downed my like downed myself in uh, alcohol and junk food. The food is not that expensive at the Kalahari, believe it or not, even though it is a vacation resort. There's plenty of places to take photos. Um, This is a con, just a big note, this is a con that you do not want to overbook yourself for. If I could offer one suggestion, bring no more than three cosplays and make no plans for photo shoots. Go there, get into a costume if you want to, and go and hang out go and relax because this is vacation con you are not going to want to book yourself because there's so much to see and so much to do you don't want to ruin your time I didn't book a single photo shoot Mm -hmm. I if anyone want to take photos of me they were more than welcome to but I spent most of the time in my bathing suits having the time of my life I only changed into like a quick cosplay later on that night when the water parks were closed and I just think that's like the best way to do it so if you can go by all means please go and experience it yourself if you love partying if you love water parks, water slides if you like rides, if you like baby animals and bunnies and don't mind the long ass trip out into the middle of nowhere bumfuck Ohio this is a con for you I, I rate it like scale of 110, 9.5
4: okay
3: yeah
1: okay Alright, but just out of curiosity, did you check out any of the panels at Colossal Con?
3: I didn't because I didn't buy a badge.
1: <laughs> what? I didn't buy a badge. Ah! Okay, okay. I just find it amusing because people I know went to Colossal Con, they were like, Fuck the con, I'm just going to chill at at the water park.
3: Which is what I did. But- if I wanted to use the badge, I borrowed
2: Danny's.
1: See, because here's the thing.
2: So you... No, it's not ghosted if you... No,
1: no she didn't ghost. She didn't ghost.
2: Yeah, I, I, that's not sleeping the entire
1: time, sorry. Yeah. See, now here's the thing about Colossal. If you got a badge, that, that allows you, from my understanding, let's hit change. Your badge can get you into not just the con, the water park, and the petting too. So...
3: Yeah, the way I see it, like, when it comes to badges, and it's the same reason why I'm not buying an Anime Next badge, because badges can get you into panels, and they can get you into the dealer's room. You see that shit at every single con. I've seen that shit a thousand times. I do not need one. See? So, I just, all I cared about was water park, the zoo, the arcade, and staying at the hotel. That's all I did. If I needed a badge, I would get it, but I was able to um, borrow one. The only things that I did do... In regards, the paneling kind of sort of was, I was in a fashion show for Tejan Creations, which for those of you that don't know who she is, she goes by Shelby, um, that's her name but she, uh, she makes fantastic uh, coskinis uh, trademark Cassandra Lee, uh for the term, but she makes awesome cosplay bikinis based off of characters from Kill a Kill, My Little Pony, Pokemon she does Deadpool uh let's see what else Captain America stuff like that and she's recently started making guys lines of like jammers and uh bikini bottoms I mean not bikini bottoms but like but like swim bottoms for guys so she's making them for both genders now and it's fucking awesome and I got to model the Lilith bikini that she made me that I modeled with Cassandra Lee and it was so fucking awesome. Just lining up there and luring people in, like, you've got, like, half a bunch of half-naked girls and guys out there saying, like, come on in, there's a fashion show. And we also did it with, uh, I forget, there was, one of them was uh, Corsairs, which is, like, a corset-based uh, designer. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, cor- I think it's uh, Corsairs Designs, which... Uh, It's C-O-R-S-A-I-R apostrophe S. So if you guys look at that, um, type that in your search engine, you'll be able to find it. I forget which one the third one is, and I feel really shitty, but it it was just so many amazing outfits, and just seeing everybody, like, living, walking that runway was fantastic. And these these girls have been working their ass off, so getting to be a part of that was fantastic. And then there were, I had... One friend who ran a hentai panel, which I kind of wish I could have gone to.
1: Every con has a hentai panel.
3: Well, no. Hers is, like... I think it's just more than, uh... A... I think it's, like, constructive criticism on the scenes, as well as, like, voice acting and stuff like that. <laughs> it, it gets it gets pretty uh, in-depth. No pun intended. <laughs> or pun intended, whatever. Um, But... I mean, other than that, there's literally something to do for absolutely everyone. And if you want a, a con where you can just chill the fuck out, go to Colossal. All
1: right. Now, we go into the chat room real quick over at Uh Sarah Ackerman was kind of hoping she'd run into you for a picture, for a selfie, for Double Rainbow Dash.
3: I'm surprised. Like, I was, like, I was hoping that... I don't know, I heard that there were people who were looking for me,
1: and yeah. I was bummed out that I didn't run into any of them, so I'm so sorry, guys. Don't worry, if you're coming to Anime Next, you'll find us there. If you're going to Otakon, you'll find us there. If you're going to New York Comic Con, good luck!
4: Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: Basically, if you're going to New York Comic Con, unless you hear me, like, even if I had a, uh, a megaphone yelling out, I'm Avalon, come say hi, you're not going to fucking find me.
1: Fair enough. Now, I, now, I know, let me ask you: have, have you been seeing about some of the the controversy in regards to photo shoots at the Kalahari at Colossal Con?
3: Uh, uh what do you mean the controversy? You're okay. asking. All
1: right, a few, it seems that there were photographers who were setting up their gear in the pools for photos.
3: Yeah, that freaked me out. I saw people who were setting up their strobes and everything like that, and I, like, I know that it wasn't, like, my position to go and say anything, Mm -hmm. but one of those things, if it dropped into the water, it would have killed everybody.
1: Now, from, now, I, now, uh, one photographer there, Ron Liddell, he was there, so and I was following all this as it was going down now pretty much most of the equipment was battery powered so if it fell in the water all you had to do was disassemble it let it air out, whatever but it it seems that everybody was doing their photo shoots in the water with their equipment and I just kind of felt that that was disrespectful to the con and to the normal non-con goers that were chilling at the hotel you know what I'm saying
3: I mean, it's debatable yeah. because if you really think about it, there was a, like a lot of people who were told one thing, and then a lot more people that were told a different thing. Yes, that's all. In that, the case. like, you can't sit on the edge of the pool, and then other people, like, like with the same with the same like lifeguards on staff, were saying some people could sit at the edge of the pool while others couldn't. I just thought it was kind of bullshit. Yeah, because I mean, if you hold expectations for people, hold them for everybody. Right. But uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's not really my place to get into huge fucking critiques about this stuff. Right, I just right. know that people need to be more conscious about where they put their shit yes. because no one wants to get hurt. Exactly. But at the same time, for the con Uh, staff and the lifeguards Mm -hmm. I don't care how and I saw this bias a ton of times like the whole hot versus not debate where it's like I'm going to instate the rules and then I'm not going to instate the rules because you're attractive it does not matter the person if you hold rules for one person it has to be for everyone to make it right
1: across the board Yeah. yeah I, I get that now I mean if you want to do photo shoots in the pools that's fine But when you start setting up your strobe lights, your reflectors, your umbrella, all of that, and your tripods, think about what you're doing because just because the majority of the people there are for the con, that doesn't mean everybody wants to deal with this. Like There are people who go to the con. They just want to chill out in the pool and have a good time. They don't want to have to deal with seeing camera equipment while they're trying to get their swim on or they're trying to get their chill on or something like that, you know?
2: And you know, like they're, they're probably thinking that some of these photographers, are, or is going to be like, like hey, don't get too close, don't get too close, and all, yeah. all that and they're thinking, like the, the tiniest little drops of water here or there might, you know, completely ruin the whole thing.
1: I mean, if I was going to get into the, the to the kiddie pool or the wave pool to do photos, first things first, I'm getting a like a like a waterproof case for my camera, and I'm going to take the pictures. I'm not going to bring no, no full gear in. I refuse to do that. Yeah. Now as Ron is saying in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, he's saying reflectors got banned from the pool. Well, if it's if it's in people's way, then I can kinda see that. Yeah. But
3: I mean I don't like yeah. it's it's so complicated to really talk about because right. it's it it's you know what it's a convention, like True. you're I, I don't even know, because you have people that go to the Gaylord to just, you know, get away. But I'm sure that you have people who go on, like, a winter vacation. People right. can debate me on that, but people do that. And they might, like, book it during, like, Bagfest or mm-hmm. KatsuCon. Right. So it's, like, it's a double-edged sword because it's, like, you can have some people trying to relax, but then you have this whole, like, convention going on. So it, it's hard. Like, it's really just being conscious of like events that are going on like if i'm booking mm-hmm. uh like if i'm booking a weekend to like relax or something i'm gonna make sure that nothing big is going on because i don't want to be running into any like traffic true
1: but hindsight is also twenty twenty. i mean if you're going to a con to chill and relax which i've done a few times and then you see certain things pop up in a way you should be expecting it because you're going you're actually going to a con to relax and do non normal stuff, but on the same token, maybe it's a little bit too much of what you're expecting, you know. Yeah. Now, another thing I want to talk about, and this has been going on since like for like oh, for the last twelve hours on Facebook. People are pissed about the whole about the hotel booking issue with the Kalahari. You
3: know what? People can bitch all they want about right. it. Mm-hmm. If you want it bad enough, go for it. Right. Also, I don't think that people realize everyone's getting so, like, hyped up and mm-hmm. angry and adrenaline rushy about booking their hotel now. Right. It's a year before the con. Um, Calm
1: your shit. Avalon? The Kalahari is sold out. Already? It sold out at 1 o'clock this afternoon.
2: Wow.
3: Uh, I stand by my case because, you know, you can book rooms, there's going to be cancellations. True that,
1: true that, true that. There's going to be
3: a ton of cancellations because anything can happen in the course of a year.
5: And put a record. Yeah, and how many people ended up booking two or three rooms, too?
1: Exactly! I I know someone that booked two rooms, so I got crash rates if I decided to go. But here's something else you might not know. I know I've mentioned this in the past. Unless they explicitly say, No hotel sells out. None whatsoever. If they say the hotel is sold out, it's the rooms that they have because they keep, most hotels have at least five to six rooms that they keep on standby just in case something happens. I should know. I dated somebody in the hotel industry. Follow my logic. So they they will give those rooms up if it comes to a point where, where the hotel itself is completely and totally overbooked. Now my thing is I remember Otacon, like with the days in a couple of the hotels. You were able to rebook for next year's date when you checked out. I'm cool with that. That's fine. Because you have at Otacon, you have like ten to twelve hotels. Worst case scenario, you you have a fifteen minute walk on your hands to get to your hotel. Now, from my understanding with the Kalahari, the affiliated hotels with the con rates, it's a bit of a schlep. You have to drive back and forth. And I know there's going to be people who don't want to drive back and forth and deal with parking unless they get there really early. I I get that. I personally feel that I don't think it was fair that people who booked four days were able to go down Saturday and rebook for next year. But, I also don't think it's fair that if you're booking three nights, you have to book the additional night for the con rate. Yeah, and as I said, you know, people are calling the Kalahari, you know, to book their rooms, and people, you know, are complaining they can't call between a certain time. See, here's the thing: most hotels, if you call the court like the one eight hundred hotel number, you're going to be able to book a room. That not even a problem. But there are somewhere, depending on this how it is, you have to call the hotel directly. Now, if you do that. A lot of times, reservations are only open between 9 and 5 or certain business hours. So if you call after that, you have to wait till the next day. I just feel that what, what, what ColossalCon should have done was let things calm down, chill out for about a month, and then announce rooms are open. And like Catacons, they require a one-night stay. And I understand the whole, and I've even said it, If you want to go to a con bad enough, you'll save the money, and you'll go. Yeah. But here's Mm -hmm. the thing. If you're ready to rebook with a one-night deposit, show of hands, how many people on this chat right now would have the money to rebook for a con and have the one-night deposit? Me.
2: Fuck you. I wouldn't really want to risk it.
1: If it was going on a credit card. Fair enough that's what I said in the chat in there, I have a credit card ju- just for booking hotel rooms so I can handle that but not everybody does that and not everybody thinks that far ahead hell like the Katacon you have, they open up a section for, you know, if you want you'll pay the one night deposit if you wait till the second and third wave rooms open up, you can book and you don't have to worry about the one-night deposit, but I think you pay like $10 extra or something. I don't remember. See, that's my only issue. And as Avalon said, issues with staff and communicate. That's with any convention. Only thing you got to do is make sure that everybody works together as a team, work on the same page. I think that if conventions started taking play, take stuff out of a retail playbook, you might get that across. Because during my times at Staples and Best Buy, morning shifts, before the store opens, or mid shift, we get together, go over shit, handle business, and knock it out. Don't jump into the thicket of things and thinking you know the rules and what's right and what's wrong. But you know what? This, you know what and lo- over time, people are going to forget not really care, and then it's back to square one, so it is what it is.
2: Sometimes yeah. people forget by the very next convention they go to.
1: Yeah, I'm, like, if you remember a couple of years back, Anime Central canceled their masquerade because it ran late due to a, um, due to the uh, FMA panel. And everyone kept bitching and saying, oh, we are not gonna go next year, they're not gonna go next year. Most of them went next year. Yeah, just like everyone says, oh, well... Like,
3: I'm pissed off with, uh, I'm pissed off with, uh, repop, I'm not mm-hmm. gonna go to New York Comic Con, yet if they see the first opportunity to get a badge, they're still gone.
1: Yeah. Unlike me, because I've already said my reasons why I don't want to go, and I just have no desire to go, so same yeah. thing with Paxies. If People they... are
3: really quick to sound the alarm and bitch about stuff, mm-hmm. but then they'll completely turn the other cheek,
1: like, when they realize,
3: oh, life isn't that unfair.
1: And you know shit is real when people buy tickets for Special Edition just to get tickets for Comic-Con. Yeah. I posted a video. There was people waiting online for almost three hours to get tickets. Fuck that. So hopefully, maybe the whole cast and crew will be out there for Colossal Con next year. We will see. We don't know, but we will see. Definitely would be cool.
3: You guys would be missing out if you didn't. Not me. You weren't invited anyway. Mm. <laughs> but I wait, Mako, who am I going to get drunk a... with and make fun of a uh, Ariane Mama with?
2: Hey.
1: Hey, <laughs> why? Hey, a... please. <laughs> That's okay. You make fun of us. I'll just come in a room, take the bu- and take the booze, and walk right out.
3: You will pry the booze from my hands when you pry it from them when they're cold and dead.
1: That's fine, because I'll take, I will take a broke Thunderbird bottle and beat you with it.
3: Not if I take one and then break it and then tie it to a fucking chancleta, bitch.
1: I will get my love belt.
3: I'll tie it to the end of a belt and whip you with it like it's a fucking flogger. <laughs>
2: into that sort of shit. I am into that sort of shit. Oh, I'm sorry. Guys.
1: Well, that's that's another topic, another show, another time. Yup, dropping it now. <laughs> Drop it like it's hot. And, uh, Sarah Ackerman says, I will join you with that drunk party. Uh no, we don't need witnesses telling the cops what happened. Yeah. <laughs> but Avalon, did you see the the uh magic carp?
3: I saw the Magikarp. I kind of sort of know him.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I, I am so not surprised at
3: that. Same that's, uh, here. That's Sev, that's Sev cosplay. And I know him because I met him at Otakon uh, this past uh, last year because he was uh, Gamagori from Kill Kill. And he was an amazing Gamagori. He was also in the fashion show with me, doing a. He was in Captain America, a pair of Captain America jammers. He walked out onto that runway with a shield covering his entire body. He moved it to his side, showed off his abs, and every girl in the room shrieked. And the humidity in that room fucking rose. So, in that other was words, my
2: dry seat in the house. In other words, I was just
3: like, air tastes salty.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: done. I'm done. I'm done.
3: I'm sorry. I'm disgusting.
1: No, 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 no. You got me thinking of an old Eddie Murphy standup where he talked about something like that. I can just imagine he, he goes out and he does his pose. All the girls are throwing their panties at him on the stage.
3: It was so on the brink of that happening. I was waiting for it. I was like, oh my god! Please let someone throw a pair of underwear. <laughs>
1: See, I would have recorded that and just, as soon as the scream happened, I would have overlaid It's Raining Men.
3: Oh, God. The, uh, the MC, Shelby, mm-hmm. she said that she was, like, seconds away from going, like, just leaning into the mic and going, You're welcome, ladies.
1: <laughs> God. Uh, I, would have, I would have wanted to be there just for the reaction. It would have been just fucking priceless.
3: Yep. God. <laughs>
1: See if I go to Con, I have to break out um Coach Barrett again.
4: Oh Jesus.
1: No, what happened? No, this was years ago. When, this, when uh Dead or Life Extreme Beach volleyball was very popular. One of my friends, Jamie, she was like, Let's do Final Fantasy Extreme Beach volleyball. I'm like, sure. And she's like, You can wear swim trunks. I'm like, yeah, I'm also going to wear a shirt. She's like, why? And I'm like. You don't want me walking around in just swim trunks. Trust me. She's like, is At that a good thing? At least
2: it wasn't me walking around in just swim trunks.
1: No, someone would have, Well, I wouldn't say that now. Come on. So pretty much it
2: was... Well, trust me, there's a lot of people who would, so... Mm.
1: <laughs> so it was... I think it was green, green trunks, a black uh, wife beater, the gun arm, and the whistle. I'm like, I'm Coach Barrett, so it worked. All right, Okay. <laughs> mm. I think we got Colossal Con out the way. Now, we got some stories we were trying to talk about last week, but due to talking about Denver Comic Con, we could not get to them. And I kind of mixed things up, mixed up the topics, I believe, a little bit for this week. But let's kind of get down to the nitty gritty. Now, we talked about harassment at the con earlier tonight. Um, One second. And before we get into this, we have to say bye to Avalon.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I gotta peel. I gotta go and do a thing.
1: She's She's gotta be an adult. I already am an adult.
5: Yes, but now you have to act like one.
1: You don't tell me what to
3: do. <laughs> I do what I want. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll see you later, guys. Alright, take care. We'll, probably, we'll probably
1: see bye. you next week for our, for our Anime Next review. You got it. Awesome. You you, you know what, Mako? I think Avalon will make a pretty good Ryoko. Maybe.
5: See, I've always seen her more as Kione. Just kind of there and bitchy and complaining about everybody
1: else. And can't stand everyone. And just wants to knock the shit out of Mahoshi. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, I can see that. I can <laughs> see that. Okay. Now, wow, this picture is like heavily photo not photoshop but just overdub. Wow. Okay. Now, we talked about this on our website last week um in response to what happened. Long now what happens this happens at conventions a lot more than it sh- not, a lot more than it shouldn't you know that people get harassed and before we get into it females get harassed by guys guys get harassed by fem- it it happens it shouldn't but it does now a lot of times you're a cosplayer see they will post like their little videos about the convention and what happened there's a cosplayer by the name of Luna Lenny, who I have personally called out and gave her the opportunity to come on the show to speak her side. But she decided not to, so I think she's a guilty bitch. But that's another time, another story, another block. She pretty much complained about the fact that guys were, were creeping on her, touching her, borderline molesting her. <laughs>
5: To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, bracket.
1: I'm sorry. If a guy touches you inappropriately at a con, I don't care what's going on. You have the right, right then and there, to smack the shit out of him on, on, on site. If you don't want to do that, have someone take a picture of him, spread it across social media, whatever. Now, she went to complain to the staff about that on their Facebook page, and pretty much the um, the con chair wanted to sit down and talk to her, which is cool, because let me tell you, it's not often where you can get a con chair to come sit down and talk to you about issues that's going on with the the con, especially if something has happened to you. Now, one of the things... that not many people are talking about is the fact that when she... when they gave her the opportunity to speak, she couldn't speak with the contract because she had to go run off and do a photo shoot. I'm sorry. I think a photo shoot can wait as opposed to dealing with the harassment.
2: Yeah, the, the harassment warrants a much higher uh, priority rating.
1: Yeah, and you know what? I understand you're mad, but com- complaining on social media... Sometimes it works. Sometimes. Just take it up directly with the con itself and go through the normal channels. If that doesn't work, oh, then screen your ass up on their social media. You do that shit. If you don't tell them at the convention mm-hmm. itself,
5: nothing's going to change. Exactly. They don't know about it. If they
1: don't know about it, they can't help you. Exactly. Now, one thing is, is that... She was complaining about the fact that staff, like security, was telling her about her cosplay outfit. Now, if your cosplay falls within the guidelines of the convention, that's fine. They shouldn't pick on you. I knew somebody who did Felicia from Darkstalkers. It was revealing to the point where they made her leave the con and put a bikini on underneath it.
5: I've seen a couple of different sexy cosplays go a little bit too far, Mm -hmm. and they were asked to put something on.
1: Yep. Yep. Now I now like I said I do not reveal my sources about various information because if I did, they would get in trouble for you know I don't want to get anybody in trouble. Just understand sources can stay anonymous. Now from my understanding is that the reason why security got on this cosplayer for her outfit is because she was, I think she was doing a, one of Ari's outfits from League of Legends or whatever but she kept hiking this skirt up making it a little bit more revealing you don't do that if that falls against the c- rules of the convention then don't do it if you want to hike your skirt up that high do that shit in your own room in a private photo shoot or somewhere where the con won't give you shit for it
2: when there aren't little kids running around probably
1: that too now, another, it, it seems that once her video went viral, she monetized it. I have a problem with that. That's, to me, that's like a rapist or a murderer or whoever, a criminal, writing a book about their antics and making money off of it.
2: Actually, there's a whole series of laws that specifically forbid that in this country.
1: Yes. Like I said, but there are some states where you can, but majority, you can't do No, you, know?
2: no you, you can't do that anywhere.
1: Yeah. Oh, so it's federal.
2: Okay. Pretty much.
1: Fair, fair enough. That's my problem with it. And so it like the Son
2: of Sam laws?
1: Oh, right, right. I thought that was just like certain states that did that. I, I didn't know. Now. Nope. Hmm?
2: No, that's what it's called. Son of Sam laws. Okay,
1: gotcha, gotcha. I mean, in a way, if it was me, yeah, I probably would do the money part too, but the difference is I'd own up about why I did it. She didn't. I think it's kind of fucked up she's making money off of something bad that happened to her and she was flipping and bitching and moaning and complaining about it. And she wants to make a quick buck off of it. Okay. Now, from my understanding, is that she is new to the cosplay uh, uh, community. I guess a couple of years. But I guess in the time she's doing, maybe two, three, four, five years, she's amassed about 13,000 likes. And I'm going to bet, and I'll bet $5 that at least half of those if not three quarters of them were paid for, right. I understand. Her, she's famous for League of Legends because that's where Shadow. So she does like League of Legends blog and you know, all of this, all the other other good stuff. Well, good for you. Now, as for the con itself, they've spoken and said that they do not tolerate this and they'll handle the situation. If you ask me, Momo Khan went above and beyond the Call of Duty to help this cosplayer out, and all she did was just. Give them the middle finger. Alright, that's enough of me about this. Mako, our resident feminist, our resident bitch, our resident, let me tell you some shit. What say you?
5: Um, My, my say is, yes. You know what, you want to go out and you want to dress like you want to dress, go ahead. Don't think that all of a sudden the world has changed overnight and people aren't gonna be dumb
4: fucks
5: (laughs) should you have to accept it no I'm seriously you know I can't state that enough it is not something you should have to accept it's not right but at the same time the world has not changed it's not, you know, a group of people talking about it is not going to change it. You have to actually do something to change it. So all of these people that complain about, you know, oh, they're, they're talking, uh, you know, they're, they're taking pictures of my boobs. They're taking pictures of my ass. Unless that's under clothing and they're still taking pictures, you are in public dressed like that. They technically can. As long as they are not doing upskirt shots, mm-hmm. they technically can. Because again, you are in public. So if that's not something that you want to deal with, then you know, maybe consider not doing certain things at certain conventions. Right. At the same time, if you are purposely making your outfit sexier than it needs to be and breaking the rules, there are consequences. Should guys be touching you? No. Should you be telling the convention right away when it happens? Yes. Don't go on social media and say, Oh, nobody did anything. Did you tell them? No. And when they finally found out, what do you do? Oh, I'm sorry, me dressing half-naked and having people take pictures of me is more important. You can't have it both ways. You either need to make a stand and be an adult and say, this guy touched me and I want him thrown out, especially if there are other people around you taking pictures and they get, you know, shots of it. But at the same time, you don't wait and go, yeah, you know what? Last night while I was at the convention, some guy touched my boob. I mean, that's after the fact. And the convention at that point really can't do anything about that guy unless you completely remember who it was. Mm-hmm. You know, what he looked like, what she looked like, you know, whatever. And then when they can when the concierge goes, Hey, you know what, I wanna talk about this, you know, let's hash this out. Oh, sorry, I'm busy. No, that's 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 not what you do. You stick with it, you go with your guns. This person is taking time out of their busy schedule. And trust me while I've worked conventions, I know how busy con chairs can be. Mm-hmm. This person is taking time to talk with you and find out exactly what's going on and try to make it better. And you decide that, you know, your pictures are more important. It's bullshit.
4: Mm-hmm. And I mean,
5: with what was going on at, you know, ColossalCon and those pictures... And I won't get into that either, especially since, you know, most of those pictures were probably by the kiddie pool. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if you're purposely going out there to have people take pictures of you in, you know, a certain outfit, you I mean, you can be upset with what kind of pictures they're taking. But at the same time, you're out in public like that. You know, people are going to take whatever the fuck pictures they want. And unfortunately, you're out in public like that.
2: Mm-hmm. And you can't stop them exactly. No because you're out in public
5: Most conventions are putting on, the, uh, putting on their badges Or putting in their rules That you are in a public place And it is not against the law For somebody to t- take a picture of you We have proof now That artists Quote unquote artists Can take whatever the fuck picture they want offline And sell it for $90,000 That's actually happening that's what I'm saying. So if somebody can do that, you you definitely don't have any creative licensing in
1: real life. Yep, look at that one person taking other people's Instagram photos and making money off of it in the art gallery. Mm-hmm.
2: That's the guy who's making the stupid amount of money off of them.
1: Yeah,
5: $90,000 for pictures that are stolen off of Instagram.
1: And it's not really stolen, because here's the thing. When you post it, they kind of become the property of Instagram. They could do whatever, but yeah, but it's not somebody yeah. from Instagram doing that.
4: Right.
5: It's some random guy taking you know random shots off Instagram and post it and uh,
1: blowing them up, on, blowing them up on canvas. And they are public Instagram post images, so you know, hey. mm mm-hmm. So
5: I mean, as I it's said, just you can't doing have it. in
2: it... a really shady and underhanded way.
5: Yeah, you can't have it both ways. Obviously, mm-hmm. if. You know the person taking pictures of you, like start selling those photos. Yeah, you've got a certain say in that. You didn't agree to have those photos sold. You know that's something different. But you know you can't it, it, until things until laws change. Mm-hmm. You can't just go after the fact and go shame shame you did wrong. It's like, I get it, you might not be able to react right away when it happens.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: But if you don't tell somebody at the convention, they can't do shit. And more and more people really need to start realizing that that's the only way things are going to change.
1: Sometimes people are dumb. Sometimes? <laughs> I'm Giving the benefit of a doubt. I'm grading on a fucking curve here.
5: Mm. I mean, when you're taking publicity shots or something like that, and I know Ron must have had to deal with this, where he's taking group shots and somebody has asked him to remove it because unbeknownst to anybody, the, uh, I guess the sitting layout was wrong and you can see up their skirts.
1: Yeah, that's happened. But here's the thing. But I mean, something
5: like that is very easily fixed either by editing,
1: so you don't see anything, or politely taking it down. Here's the thing. I go through all my photos first. If there's something that's like, I think is even questionable, it doesn't get pulled. I mean, post it like... I did a cover for the 9th annual New York City Dance Parade. And there's a lot of girls with big skirts, and they're moving, and they're dancing, and they're, like, a good, like, a lot of my photos, they were gratuitous. They were panty shots. I mean, the way they're moving and dancing in the time of the camera, it can't be helped. But I'm not posting those, because I don't want people to assume, you know, that's why I went, or, you know, this or that. If if whatever they're dancing, is that's supposed to be normal, then fine. But I I didn't know it was normal, so they're not. Those photos were not posted. If there, I mean, if I think one or two, you could kind of see something. But everybody else is, it's not like that. So if somebody complains, the photo gets taken down. Most of the time, it's maybe somebody is underage, like 15 or 16. If it's just them in the picture, I will take it down. If it's a group shot, I'm like, look, I understand. You're a minor but understand that I own the picture. Understand there are other people in the picture. They may have it linked or shared. I have to clear it with them, make sure they have no problem with me removing it. I want to make sure everyone's all on the same fucking page.
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: <sighs> yeah. You know what? Let's go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and open up Skype line. Kind of calm down here a little. And by little, I mean a scotch. Just a scotch. Just a scotch. So our Skype line is open. So if you want to ask questions about colossal con, we'll try to answer them to the best of our abilities. Um, if you have any questions about our most recent topic of what we talked about, sure. if you have any questions? Go right ahead, drop us a line at anime jam session just so you know. Line, you get two minutes. Um, to call, yeah, two minutes. And let's go ahead. And while we're doing this, we're gonna go ahead and open up. I mean, go ahead with the open forum topic. Open forum topics where we ask all of you, the fans, your opinion on a topic in anime cosplay fandom. Um, and if you don't want us to use your real name, uh, so we'll do it. Where th- this week's topic is, um, this week's topic is um, your catchphrase. When watching anime or reading manga, characters will say a phrase that will stick with you one way or another. What catchphrase do you use? Now, before we go ahead and open with that, we have somebody on the Skype line already. You are live on Anime Jam Session. Who are we talking with tonight? Sarah Ackerman. Hey, Sarah. What's up? I was at Colossicon, that was up! Awesome, I'm sorry you did not get you to see Avalon. Yeah, but let me tell you, I, yeah. I do
6: got a really embarrassing story to tell within this two minutes. Go for it. Okay, so I already said it in the chat, but I am making this public. I um, met mm-hmm. Deadpool 28 in person. Awesome. And he and my friend decided to pull a little joke on me with a body pillow.
1: Oh boy. Oh, I am, okay.
6: Um, what happened was, like, they were walking behind me, and they were laughing, and it's all like, okay, why are they laughing? They, get, they probably got something going on between them. Uh-huh. So I'm all like, so I brush it off, and I'm sitting in my hotel room, and then she comes out with a Levi body pillow, shirts ripped, jeans ripped, maneuver gears off, that's undone, and I just drop to my knees. Like, and then she turns it around, and it's... And I'm basically half making And I'm like, let me touch it, let me touch it, let me touch it, let me touch it. She runs into the bathroom. I get mad. So I went outside. We draw a whole crowd within the floors above us. And she walks out in her meekes and says, Kayla, this body pillow cost me $45, and it's yours. And she throws it on me, and I just hug it and roll down the hill with
1: drooling
6: and shaking.
1: Grand Theft Molestation. <laughs>
6: I have not like what that buy pillow sense.
2: Well, at least you got got some cool swag from the convention. <laughs>
1: and it was, and it was free. Awesome, awesome. What
2: you, yeah. What do you want for nothing?
1: Got that right. So you have you know, so you have anything else for us tonight? That's pretty much it. Just wanted to tell the story
6: and awesome. thank you, Deadpool and thank you, Christy, for the wonderful gift. It was embarrassing, but it was worth it. Well, we're glad you had fun. <laughs> I'm
1: going to go sleep with my body pillow now.
2: All right, you do that. Have fun.
1: <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. See, that kind of reminds me when I got my Sailor Venus body pillow and people were asking, making jokes, what I was going to do with it. So I took a picture when I stayed at the at my old place of the body pillow str- just chilling on the couch. I'm like, where else am I going to put it? So. Anywho. Uh Uh-huh. No, really. Hate you, Mako-chan. Uh-huh. Assuming shit. Uh Uh-huh. Yep.
2: I didn't want to say anything because I didn't want to be rude.
1: You might as well. Anywho, catchphrases. Sarah Ackerman goes, her catchphrase is from when she was playing Fire Emblem Awakening and her friend were working on their Rin and Len cosplays from Vocaloid and they started singing Let It Go. She said, to tip the scales and break through, so I adopted the phrase, time to tip the scales. Okay. Sir1488 goes with, she's... She's going with science fiction. Well, even though I said... Well, whatever, but... She cosplays River Song from Doctor Who. She has a tendency of saying hello, sweetie, to people. Sometimes I call her significant other hippie as a pet name. And from Gurum Lagan, believe in the person that believes in you. Um, let's see, what else do we have? Uh, Number 47 says, When Serenity says hippie towards him, he equal an archaeologist, which was from series 6 Doctor Who, and where, and, and where his outfit like the, uh, the 11th Doctor. Okay, that, that's fine by me. And she, he also uh, uses a phrase from, from Hiro Yui from Gundam Wing, when there is a will, there is a way. But then again, that, the later, is a common saying, which it is. Um, I think it points to Serenity 41088, because lately I find myself saying, believe in a me that believes in you. Which, if you can't figure it out, if you can't believe in yourself, in, in yourself, there is somebody else out there that does. Marco, Ari, either of you have a catchphrase that you picked from an anime or manga.
2: Not from an anime or manga. What you got? I don't know. I'm just become thrilled of you know, nope. fuck out of here, or just plain old fuck off.
1: Sounds like you've been watching a little bit too much Gordon Ramsay.
2: No, I just deal with stupid people all day, and it, <clears throat> it you know just becomes almost a conditioned response at this
1: point. Fair enough.
2: And I occasionally use, like, describe something as a license for money when I think I have a really, really good idea.
1: Ching. Maka?
5: Not really. Mm. You use a lot of them. I know,
1: I said the one I usually use... That's not the only one you usually use. You you go
5: crazy with the uh, whole Naruto Believe It one.
1: Not lately.
5: Yeah, even still. uh... The whole uh, shut up and take my money.
2: Oh yeah. I like that one too.
5: But yeah, I don't really use anything from, you know, TV series. And if I do, maybe it's, you know, one or two times. I think the most that I've done it lately is, you know, just to annoy you doing, you know, the bye-bye. Uh,
1: yeah. And
5: I mean that's 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 basically it. If it comes up in a conversation to, you know, use a line or something like that, I might use it, but there's nothing that I have to fit into, okay. you know, to a conversation
1: gotcha, gotcha. Alright, let's go to our chat room real quick at live.vognetwork.com Uh, Kelly the Mighty goes with Now calm down, let's all have some coffee. Uh, Dark Tetsuya quotes, um These mushrooms are so raw that they say, sorry but your princess is in another castle. (laughs) Wah, (laughs) wah, wah. And Kelly Mice says she goes she quotes a lot from Phineas and Ferb. Okay. Uh, okay. Alright. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and close out that Skype line. We're gonna bust through uh news from Japan and wrap shit up.
2: Am I to understand that you'll be taking the first one? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm
2: sorry, I didn't help it.
1: <laughs> I hate you.
5: <laughs> you know, the only reason why I chose that is for you to
1: read it. Um, Fuck you. And that's racist. Yeah. <laughs> no shit. Goddamn crackers. Mm hmm. And it's funny, though. Because have you seen the American Eyes Up the American Eyes KFC commercials? Mm-hmm.
2: You mean the ones with the with the Colonel. I, d- yeah, I, 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 I
1: don't like the Colonel. It's I don't know He just sounds so fake. I mean they could have gone with somebody else better, but Alright. KFC Japan adds more breast to their chicken with sexy new LINE character. Uh, there is a messaging app in Japan called LINE. It's sort of like Boxer or Messenger, something like that. I remember we—I think we talked about this over like back in 2014—that LINE opened up a small store in Times Square for the holiday pretty much what KFC is doing. They created a female breast character.
2: Anthropomorphic uh, chicken yeah, breast.
1: Anthropomorphic chicken breast to promote KFC.
2: It's every bit as frightening and disturbing as it
1: sounds. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The character is promoting KFC Japan's new boneless chicken pieces as part of a set of free stamps with a popular messaging app LINE which can be used for coupons at the fast food chain. The Booby Chicken as it may seem is the main star. But it's also a male chicken character with a bone and very... of
2: course he does. Yeah.
1: ...with a very pervy-looking Colonel Sanders. And there is a backstory. The male character is called Momofu, which translates to thigh guy. The girl is named Muneko, which means breast girl. They are newly married, and he proposed to her with a hondon... ...a play on the term kabidon, meaning using hone or bone. And she keeps things hot and heavy with her sweet saying and poses... It's... Uh, haven't we said many times before, Japan just got this issue?
2: Kinda makes you not want to eat fried chicken, doesn't it?
1: Makes you think twice. I just find it funny that a chicken breast has breasticles. I'm out.
2: Yo dog, <laughs> I heard you like breasts.
1: <laughs> I'm out!
5: <laughs> and yes, people, I call them breasticles.
2: She's not a bodybuilder.
1: Please, somebody take the next one.
2: Uh, you wanna take a Michael-John?
5: Sure. So, uh... 15-year-old boy is missing, presumed dead because three miners who were arrested, ages 16, 15, and 14, um, basically told him that they would leave him alone if he could swim across to the other side of the river and back. Um, The reason why is because the uh, three boys got mad at their classmate because he had been dating one of their mutual female friends and had recently been seen with another girl. Ooh. So, yeah. um, Someone's thirsty. Yeah, the boys didn't think that he would be in any trouble, but basically as soon as he jumped into the water, he disappeared. So, yeah, that's, you know, revenge for you.
1: Yeah.
5: I don't know why a quick swim was, you know, proving that he was, uh, I guess, okay in their book.
2: Maybe because they were dared to swim across it the uh, previous time and they all pussied out? Oh.
1: I doubt it. And in the chat room at com, to refer back to our last story about KFC's mascot, Kelly the Mighty, says, somebody will cosplay this, and to a resounding no from me and other people in the chat room. No. That would definitely be an interesting cosplay.
2: I could see if, it. If, if it's an interesting, you would mean would introduce you to a world of horror and nightmares that you would never... Assumed it pr- existed at one point.
5: No, I could see somebody pulling that off. With all the other bullshit cosplay out there, we're gonna complain about a chicken breast with boobs. I'm sorry, but you know, when you've got people dressing as left shark, we're really gonna complain about a piece of chicken with boobs. But Left Shark is, is
4: mainstream.
5: Left Shark has jumped itself. Hey yo! <laughs>
2: <laughs> ah, mad humor.
5: Kelly the you know what will happen? I'm surprised Yaya Han didn't sign on to do it.
2: Oh god! Oh god!
5: Thank you, thank you so much. Oh. Take the last
1: one, please!
2: Alright, fine. Japan's 10 weirdest ice cream flavors. I'm kind of softballing me today, huh, Mako? Hmm? Never mind. The,
5: the news this week was pretty
2: weak. Okay. Anyhow. Temperatures are shooting up all around the arch- archipelago, phrasing, and that means some soft serve season has come to Japan. For some baffling re- reason, vanilla ma- remains far away the most popular flavor for the Japanese. But that doesn't mean they don't get creative with their frozen treats, too. Flavors like green tea and ume plum, plum are easy to find and delicious, but don't stop there if you want to try some really out-there local flavors. Number one, wasabi. The cake is a make part of Japanese culture, or cuisine, sorry. Now you can try it in creamy frozen form, too. Better than a cup of coffee or a sob across the face will waken you up. So I'm guessing wasabi ice cream is also spicy.
1: Actually, no. I've had wasabi ice cream. It's actually... It tastes good... Smells like hot dogs, but it tastes good.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. What what kind seaweed? Wouldn't even think of making a cup of miso soup without this tasty vitamin-packed sea veggie. But consider trying it in a cone. I don't know. Kamatama udon.
5: Salty, salty usually works really well with you know salty sweet. cream. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sweet cream would probably cut the salt a little bit.
1: All those flavors. complement it. All those flavors you had to be salty.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Kamatama udon. Heard of chilled udon before, but let's take it a step further. In Kagawa Prefecture, you can get your famous Kamatama udon noodles on ice cream, completely chopped green onions. Soy sauce. Well, okay then. Um, Jellyfish. Jellyfish. Oh, God. I'm told that eating jellyfish is both healthy and eco-friendly, but the weird, chewy, crunchy texture is a high culinary hurdle for me. Also for me, because I got stung by one of those when I was, like, six years old, and I've been freaked out by them ever since. Uh, whitebait. You may not be familiar with this tiny fish, but it's popular food in Japan. Often mixed with a of soy sauce and mirin, and often served on a better rice. Not sure about the combo of fish and dairy myself, but having this seen this flavor in multiple shops it seems to be catching on Mozuka seaweed what's up with the seaweed uh what comments cousin is a gloopy gelatinous brown string you've probably been served as a starter if you've been to an okinawa restaurant it's good fried deep fried dried boiled fresh Chanel and now in soft serve form uh squid ink no it's, it's actually
5: not that bad i've had that one before
2: very popular in Japan as well as the Mediterranean. Try some squid ink pasta and top it off with some squid ink ice cream, but check your teeth before you flash a smile. Fried oysters? Oh, god. They're extremely popular around Japan. You'll find them in all kinds of dishes depending on regional tastes, but fried oysters are available everywhere, including on your ice cream. And it's not chocolate sauce, it's soy sauce. And then natto. Stinky Sticky fermented soybeans. Trying Shout out for the music of your Japanese the ritual, passing every Japanese... For every Japanese visitor, so I want to take the edge off of some natto ice cream. Well, I'm sure someone thinks that their uh, f- favorites are on here, so...
5: Well, not for nothing, but the U.S. has some pretty weird ice cream flavors.
2: Like, we're, yeah. which ones are you thinking of?
5: Like, garlic. Yeah. Garlic ice, the garlic festival, they serve nothing but you know, food with garlic. That includes the ice
1: cream. I got one for you. I tried this when I went to uh, Baltimore back in September. Old Bay seasoning and caramel ice cream.
2: Okay, so knowing that Old Bay seasoning doesn't contain any kind of seafood is in it, old Bay's not actually not that bad
1: it's really an acquired taste
2: so it doesn't sound too bad
1: it's i'm just so it's an acquired taste just like, oh
5: yeah i mean there are some people that they'll make their own Uh, their own ice creams. And I know that there's a company out there that is making, I believe, chicken and waffles ice cream.
1: Your favorite! Chicken and waffles! (laughs) Yeah,
5: the ice cream cream itself is actually, I believe, a maple ice cream to get the syrup flavor into it. And you serve it in a waffle cone, obviously, and it has pieces of chicken in it.
2: I'd attempt it.
4: What is I don't know. Some of them might.
5: I don't know. Some of them are a little weird. I don't know that I would want meat in my ice cream.
1: Ow. I heard that. Uh-huh. Pay attention to me, damn it!
2: She's rubbing me constantly, and you know? I pet her. She like to turn around and nibble on me.
1: <laughs> I'm still slightly reeling from the first article. <laughs> Show so how much I hate you bastards.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: And apparently s- some people tried their hand at bacon ice cream.
1: I remember when Burger King used to have the bacon sundays.
2: Mm-hmm. So that was so good.
5: Oh, yummy! I'm looking up now. Really weird ice cream flavors, and of course, the list that I'm looking up has even more weird ice cream flavors for Japan.
2: Oh, of course, it's Japan.
5: Octopus ice cream. Uh, horse meat ice cream. What else? Uh, let's see. Out of San Francisco, there is a prosciutto ice cream.
2: As in bruschetta?
5: Hmm. No, pros- prosciutto, Italian bacon.
2: Oh, I know. I thought that was called pancetta. Or am no, I that's something else? that's a different meal.
5: Oh. Uh. Ooh, chocolate covered bacon ice cream. I could like that one. <laughs> yes. Yes, you could.
1: Was that Damien just now?
5: No, that's not on my end.
2: That was Winnie. Can we just, can we go to break and wrap up? Sure.
5: Yeah, and tomorrow you can go into uh, the Old Fellows Ice Cream Company in Brooklyn and get Foie Gras Ice Cream. Oh. (laughs) Bone Marrow with Bourbon Smoked Cherry Ice Cream in Oregon. Yeah, here it is. The fried chicken and waffles ice cream, and you can get it in New York City.
1: I'm done. <laughs> we'll Ooh, Earl Grey and sriracha. Enough, mako
5: I like I, I like ice cream. You
1: I don't can say I can see that. Okay, I'll be quiet. Thank you. We'll be back. <laughs> running long talking about uh, conventions I think next week is the hat trip
2: Mm. yeah it'll be fun
1: next week
5: is gonna be super long cause uh, there's gonna be three people talking about a convention instead of just one
2: yeah again it'll still be fun
5: oh yeah it'll be fun That's just gonna run really long
1: Uh, what can I say? Shit happens. If you like but anyhow, if you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We do this for the of fun of it. So please, you know, let us know what you think of the show. You can drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that's podcast at animejamsession.com. Uh, let's see. Let me break this real quick. Thank you, word. do you all crazy on I me. Mean, thank you. Um, check our website at AnimeJamSession.com. Um, we'll be posting links to some um, convention coverage for our photos and links to some uh, videos we've shot. I'm going to try to get some stuff up before we head out for our anime next. And you can also get our podcast there as well. But for some reason, if you can't get to our podcast... You can find us on Podcast Alley, iTunes, Stitcher, Miro, Double Twist, Blueberry, Xbox Music, and TuneIn Radio. If you listen to us on iTunes or Stitcher, we are just ask if you'd be kind to leave us a five-star review. That would be awesome. Check out our YouTube page at youtubecom slash TV. This is where we post all of our convention coverage, convention videos, interviews, dancing—all kinds of cool stuff that we find interesting at conventions for y'all to check out. If you want to check out our individual YouTube pages, you can find me at youtube.com slash DJVonMess. Ari is Ari22682. Mako-chan is Juke Luna, and Avalon is Avalon Cosplay. Twitter.com slash AnimeJamSession. Follow us here for updates on our website, Facebook page, photos that we're posting, conventions we're going to, and all the other cool jabs. If you want to follow us on Twitter, individually, you can find me at Twitter.com slash DJVonMess. Ari is at the R-U-N. Mako-chan is at JoeVidea. You can find Avalon over at Avalon Cosplay. You should add her and, and poke her so she so she tweets more. Facebook.com slash Anime Jam Session. With all the love that we're getting on that page, I just have to say thank you. As long as you continue to like our page, photos, videos, articles, everything we post to it, as long as you continue to like it, we're going to bring you more content. That's what we're all about. If you want to check out what, what our thoughts on, on our own Facebook you can find me at Facebook.com slash I-N-D-J-R-O-N-S. Ari is Ari Rockefeller. You can find Mako at Makoto, Mako Kino, And Avalon is at Avalon because And don't forget to check out the VOD Network because we're not the only uh, geek podcast on it. They cover all types of uh, geek shows. You should definitely check out. we got the Starboard Power Coupling Podcast and the Geek Card Thursdays uh, 7 and 12 p.m. Uh, Critical Myth, British Invaders Pop pod culture and under live four shows about television movies books british programming doctor who pop culture science all that cool stuff throughout the week and on saturdays if you like what we do check out electric sisterhood tuesday nights at 8 o'clock with ninja system pan delicious listen to check them out listen then check us out on vog and our pre-show and we're live right afterwards if you play world of warcraft final fantasy 14 check out girls gone wow and horde house on MMO Wednesdays. And that all starts at Wednesday at 12. And then again at 10 p.m. with Courthouse. And then we bring it all back to uh, Sunday nights with the Bobby Blackwell Show and Orange Lounge Radio. Uh, that starts at Sunday 8 p.m. Check out two of the longest running uh, shows. Oh, so Check out two the longest-running video gaming shows on the internet with Bobby Blackwolf at uh, Bobby Blackwolf Show and Sky Loki and Doctor Sakura on OLR at 9 p.m. It's the cornerstone of the VOD network programming. Uh, I think that's it. Last words, Ari.
2: I'm looking forward to this episode of At Midnight coming up in a little bit because it's got the guys some riff tracks on it.
1: Interesting words, Mako-chan. Um,
5: I'm looking up stuff to try and start pricing cosplay for Katsukon. Mm-hmm. And it seems that Katsukon is going to be Luna-Kong for me.
1: Uh, okay.
5: I'm going to do Luna from My Little Pony. I'm going to do Luna from Sailor Moon. And I might be doing Luna from Harry Potter.
1: Well, there will be a Harry Potter me- uh, photo shoot, so...
5: I figured. I don't know how deep into Luna, I'm going to uh, delve.
2: Shreason. Yeah.
1: Oh, my last words. I went out and got a backpack for my camera and camcorder. This was an $80 book bag, knapsack, backpack. I only paid 35 bucks for it.
2: Not
1: nice. Bad. Yeah, because uh, the one I won off of Amazon, I it wouldn't get here in time, so I checked out um, online, and Canon has one that was really nice, and it fits the dimensions where it'll, I can slide it right in my laptop bag, so it makes it easy to carry all my accessories. So, went to Best Buy, and I had them the price match it. Plus, I had a five dollar coupon. Nice. Yeah. And also, while I was out, I picked up a six-pack of Shop Top uh, Honey Crisp Apple Wheat. Six-pack only cost me three dollars and forty-seven cents. Can't beat that for a dollar. Uh. Mm. All right, that's it. End of list. Join us next week with me, Avalon, and Ari. We'll be talking about anime next 2015 while Mako-chan just um, enjoys her wine and starts and just says nonsensical random stuff <laughs> like that um we're not taking any breaks anytime soon but if we do you'll be the first to know so that is it end of list I'm Ronma I'm Ari and I'm Mako-chan great fight great night see you next week
2: See you tonight, my next bitches.
1: Night.
5: Say night, Mako-chan. night, Mako-chan.
4: There is a die. It
2: sounded like she was charging up for that one.
1: Pretty much. Are you done? Are you quite through? I'm going to go ahead and end the show. Thank you.
3: This podcast has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expression on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole.
6: But we're still right, damn it. For transcripts of this episode, start typing.
3: Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VODNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!